Welcome back to the Crazy Counselor Podcast. Listen, I told you that I would not leave you hanging, and I haven't. I didn't forget about you, fam. So we're going to talk about the holidays because I feel like this year has just been so different in so many ways. And with Thanksgiving coming up next week, I just think it's appropriate to talk about how the heck we're going to get through the holidays. But I'm not alone on this episode. I have invited one of my faves, (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Center of Centered Living Counseling. Kelly, I'm going to let you introduce yourself very quickly and then we're just going to you know chop it up about how we're handling the holidays and give some tips for how others can handle the holidays coming up and all the emotions that may come with it so yeah girl introduce yourself do your thing <laughs> okay well thank you for having me first off um so my name is Kelly Center I'm a licensed professional counselor I am based out of Atlanta Georgia I run a private practice centered living counseling and coaching services and I also offer virtual counseling um, to people all over so I've been doing this for I've been in the field for over 16 years and and you know doing this this part of it for over 11 years now so Obviously, I love talking to people and helping them on their journey uh, to wellness. So I'm really happy to be here. But thank you for having me. Right. You're welcome. And when I listen, when I say Kelly is one of my faves, like she really is. I don't just be referring people to any counselor because I don't believe in that, you know. Thank you. But when I know people who are skilled, who are passionate about what they do, then I will, you know, if I'm booked, I will definitely refer to Kelly um, but she'll give her information at the end. So wait, you still taking clients, right? Of course. I'm <laughs> always accepting new clients. <laughs> right. So we'll we'll give give her information at the end. So Kelly, I mean, Thanksgiving is coming up next yes. week. And like what are what are your feelings about it? Like, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I kind of have I have mixed feelings about it. You know, I think in part because you obviously with coronavirus, you know, we want to be careful. And then I see, you know, so many different things online and people are like, you know, that plate of yams isn't worth a person's life. And it's like, dang, <laughs> right. you know, it's not. But as far as what I'm doing, you know, this whole time I've been um, very, I guess, selective with where I've gone for the most part. And I've, I've gone to my cousin's house. And, you know, they get tested regularly. Um, We get tested, you know, as well. So that's what I plan to do. I plan to go to her house, but her in-laws are not coming over. And, you know, the big hoopla that we normally have is not going to partake. It's just going to be her household, myself and my son. So I feel comfortable doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, yeah, I I think it is just something that we're all, especially as the weather's getting colder and, you know, we're moving into Tip, you know, typical flu season, we're all just a little bit cautious, a little bit more cautious than normal. Right, right. Well, listen, mm-hmm. I may need to have you swing by and bring me a plate because <laughs> my mom is like, y'all are not coming to my house. <laughs> <laughs> like, we went back and forth for weeks about what we were doing and mm-hmm. she finally was like on Saturday last Saturday she was like you know what I think we should do zoom 
and just call it a day. Now, keep in mind, um, my parents don't live that far. So there have been times where they've come up pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, social distancing, wearing masks to like bring stuff, you know, Clorox wipes. And I, so we've seen them in this time, but she just didn't feel safe with yeah. all with the numbers going back up. And so, you know, I feel some type of way because this will be the first Thanksgiving mm. in a while that I will not be with my mom with yeah. my um and so I'm really having to wrap my head around that yeah yeah I, I mean I, I definitely understand I think we're all having to adjust like even when my cousin said that everyone wasn't coming over which I expect you know you know no one's really been going over like normal um and my first question was asking if her mother-in-law was still going to drop off her her homemade rolls I'm like, uh, is she still? <laughs> right. Drop the rolls off and keep going, sis. <laughs> like, I just need to know. I need to know what we're doing. What's the plan? You know. Right. But right. I but I am actually prepared for my, because even if my, you know, they all just got tested uh, recently. Mm-hmm. So again, they get tested pretty regularly because uh, one of their ch- uh, children is in college and she goes back and forth. So they make her get tested regularly and the whole household gets tested regularly, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I feel comfortable, you know, going over there. But um, I'm prepared for her to say, no, we're not doing anything either. In which plate I will be driving, in which case I will be driving by to get myself a plate. <laughs> so, right. Right. Yeah, we were definitely thinking about the drive-by thing. Like, mm-hmm. well, can we just come home and get a plate and leave? <laughs> but it's just so hard because, I mean, who wants to, like, have a mask on all that time? Yeah. Like, I mean, we could go home and just have a few of us and, I guess, distance in the house. Mm-hmm. But who wants to do all of that? Yeah. Like, it's too many, too much, like, mental gymnastics to have to go through mm-hmm. for the sake of having Thanksgiving. And, you know, for me, and I, I'm not trying not to judge what other people are doing mm-hmm. but I'm along the same lines of if we if we have to skip this Thanksgiving or it looks different mm-hmm. so that next Thanksgiving we're all still at the table or yeah. if we're not not because of COVID you know what I mean mm-hmm. then yeah. that's a very real thing yeah and I think too considering the ages because honestly to be to be quite honest if I were home in California I would not be around any of my parents my, my parents have health issues you know, recent health issues. So I would not, and and not only would I not do that, my dad is not letting anybody come over. Okay. When my brother has dropped off groceries, he makes them, him drop them off on the porch and wait till he gets back in the car before he opens the door (laughs) with his Lysol spraying the stuff down. So it's not happening. Right. Your dad is like, I'm going to spray outside. I'm going to spray the porch Mm -hmm. that you breathe. Yeah. And my youngest brother was living there. He's in his early 20s. And my dad made him leave. Like, you got to go stay somewhere else. Because he's, you know, young and running around. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 It's been such an adjustment. Just because we've gone through so much this year. I mean, 2020 has just been a year Mm -hmm. like like no other year. Right. as much as like I feel like we need that closeness of like it feels like having the closeness of family and being with our families and feeling our parents or our loved ones feeling their embrace would be healing to us it's like I feel like that's what we need but we can't get it in the way that we need it because of the pandemic you know Mm -hmm. 
So it's just, it's challenging. Like, what are you seeing with your clients? Are they, what, what, what is their mindset in terms of like the holidays coming up and how are they adjusting? You know, everybody is, is so anxious. I think everyone has been anxious the whole time, but as we get into the holidays, it's just ramping back up. The anxiety and the depression is just ramping back up, unfortunately, because most people are, we're staying away from our family. We're, you know, not to mention those of us that have lost people this year, you know? So, you know, grieving that, and then this being your first holiday without that loved one. And then, um, you know, not being able to have the normal celebrations. Like, yeah. my gosh, just even thinking about it, we lost my my dad's mom this year. This is going to be his first holiday without her and without our family gathering like normal. Like, this is it's going to be rough, you know? And I think some people are over Zoom. A lot of people yeah. are just tired of Zoom. You know, in the beginning, we tried to make it fun, you know? But now it's like, if I go to another Zoom wedding or funeral, like, I'm over <laughs> it all. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there are some times where people, I think, are having mask fatigue and just oh, yeah. miss that social interaction. And I think as counselors, like, we learn in school about, like, um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs mm-hmm. and, like, the very basic levels of need that we have for, like, security and things of that nature. And I think that our like basic needs, we, we really see that those really are very basic needs. Mm-hmm. Even just like you said, human touch and connection yes. outside of a virtual platform, you know, mm-hmm. like may we never take these things for granted ever again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I started going back into my office uh, maybe just the last two or three weeks mm-hmm. because I was losing it here like losing it and it was just difficult you know like one as as counselors obviously we sit with other people's emotions all day and you know we're trained to compartmentalize our own stuff but you know being in this situation and just having I mean that's how I came up with my little Rona little thing that I've been every time I speak or whatever I tell people you know have a routine get outside um, limit negative news content and allow yourself I was going through it Like you need to have a routine to your day, get up, get dressed every day. You know, all of those things make a huge, huge difference. So, I mean, I will not complain. Like it really was me going back to the office, like, oh my God, I'm so thankful to have an office space that I can actually go to. And I I really didn't feel comfortable before. I was really hesitant to go. Obviously there's limited people in the building and everyone wears masks. So I actually feel a lot more comfortable than I expected to feel. Mm -hmm. But even that, just being able to, drive somewhere else right or pass people you know in the hallway like just to know that there's other signs of life right you know it just does something for you so those are definitely things we take for granted right right for sure well I am not fully back in the office yet not in terms of private practice with my full-time job um we go into the office one day a week and Mm -hmm. so most of the days I always say I'm at home looking ghetto because <laughs> listen, uh, my hair is twisted up all day. I don't wear makeup most. <laughs> so, you know, if you catch me on a Zoom, I may or may not have the camera on. <laughs> but, uh, you know, obviously, if I'm seeing clients and it's, you know, a virtual session where we're um, with the cameras on, then I do like put a little bit more into like getting up and, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mm-hmm. get dressed either way, but just 
being presentable, of course. But even but even those days that I actually do put on makeup, like it it does make a difference in my yeah. You know, it's like oh, okay, girl. Uh huh. Okay, Let me tell you. <laughs> you know. Mm hmm. I do it every day, even when I was home. Well, I I don't see people in the office. I, I literally drive to my office to still do virtual, but it's just getting out of the house. Right. Right. <laughs> but even when I was home, you know, most days I would get fully dressed, even put if, you know, if not a, not, you always don't feel like putting on a full face, but maybe some lipstick and some eyeliner because it, it legit made a difference. Right. You feel better. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Definitely do. I, I totally agree. Yeah, it's, we, I mean, we really do have to do even the small things to be able mm -hmm. to lighten our moods and to have, to feel some sense of normalcy. Yeah. I was thinking the other day also about, you know, grief and you just touched on it a little bit because this year will make 20 years that, I'm sorry, 19 years that my grandmother um, since she passed, she mm -hmm. my freshman year in college, and she passed on my sister's birthday, which is mm. November 19th. And so every year around this time, I start thinking about her more. You know, I was just on the phone with my cousin the other night laughing about some of the things that she would say and do. And that was also a part of like this time of the year was us reminiscing about her, you know? And mm -hmm. so I think that when we talk about grief, you know, one of the things, and I'm sure that you also tell your clients this as well, is we talk about how grief is so complex and how you don't just grieve one thing. And so what would you say for people who are not just grieving the loss of family members or loved ones, but they're grieving the loss of a job. They're grieving yeah. the loss of a sense of normalcy, or this is the first time that they're away from their loved ones. Like, what do you say to someone who is really just, you know, they're just really going through it right now and, mm -hmm. and is wondering like, how the heck am I going to get through Thanksgiving and even Christmas yeah. with there being so much loss, even on the mm -hmm. news, like, how do I get through this? What would you say yeah. to well, I would say a few things. Um, I think the first is to allow yourself, you know, time to feel. A lot of times when we're bombarded with all those emotions, we want to just shut it out and feel nothing. And that actually, you know, stops your your process. You kind of, you need to move through it in small doses. So um, what I allow myself to do is you know, I will allow myself to have 10 to 15 minutes. And if I feel like I need to, I'll even set a timer mm -hmm. where I will allow myself to think about all the things that I've been not thinking about to, you know, whether it's family members or, you know, the news and, you know, especially early on in this whole quarantine thing, I, I did that several times and I may set a timer and allow myself to cry. Wow. I do. I, you have to, uh, you have to allow yourself to feel in release. Um, the other thing is to have grace, you know, some compassion towards yourself, that it's okay. And I tell people one day at a time, I, you know, imagine, you know, the dogs, when dogs get their ears clipped or whatever they get done, they put those cones on, the, on their head. And sometimes we have to have tunnel vision like that, where we just focus on one foot, putting one foot in front of the other. What is it that I need to get done today? And if not today, okay, what is it that I need to get done this hour? And, and then take it hour by hour because sometimes, you know, 
um, you need to allow yourself. Maybe I just have enough energy to be productive for this hour. And then I need to rest for 30 minutes if your schedule or life allows you to do that. But I think that you really have to pay attention to what your body is saying. So if we try to stuff it all away, it's going to come out uncontrollably on a, at a time that we least expected and the most inconvenient time. So you have to allow yourself those spaces to feel. Um, But you have to also focus on what do I have to get through today, you know, so that you can look forward to those times. I'm going to remember this person this at this time later on tonight when I get home, I'm going to journal about them. I'm going to cry. I'm going to allow myself to feel. But right now I need to focus on my work or so on and so forth. And then also, as it pertains to the holidays, one thing that I was thinking about uh, with that is. I'm, I plan to decorate. Like, I don't even think I got a tree or anything last year, but I'm going to do that this year. I'm going to make sure I do something because if we're, you know, we're already limiting how much we're going out and it can be so just depressing in general, just being home. So making sure you do things like let natural light in and things like right. that, you know, keep your space, you know, tidy, all of that literally We think it doesn't make a difference. I'm telling you, it's a huge difference on your mental health. But also, if you're into decorating and things like that, do it up this year because we have to have something to to look forward to. There should still be signs of life, right? Right. And gratitude journals and, you know, some people I tell them, you know, have a, a bucket of things that you write that you're grateful for. Write it on slips of paper, put it in a jar or bucket. And on the days that you just feel like, man, I'm really dragging today, to pull something out of that and remember that there are still reasons to be thankful and to be grateful. Sometimes we're just so, you know, down and focused on what we don't have and what we can't do that we lose sight of the things that we do have and that we can do. And so just taking stock of those things can really make a huge difference. Right. Wow. See, that's why I have you on this podcast, <laughs> so, Kelly, because I mean, you are just the bomb girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just love all of that. Like, I'm over here taking notes. Like, okay, she said what now? Like a dog with a cone on the head. Like, okay, one foot in front of the other. Like, these are just such good examples of things that we can do to shift our perspective Mm -hmm. and to have a healthy and positive perspective, even in the midst of everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, Because grief is tough and Mm -hmm. it comes down for a lot of people during the holidays because we're so I don't know if it's the Hallmark movies (laughs) I don't know what it is but we're so used to like everyone gathering around the table and for some families Mm -hmm. this year the reality is that everybody won't be at the table yeah I was telling my mom that when this pandemic first started I remember praying and our in my prayer time I remember saying God please just let us make it to Thanksgiving with everybody at the table. Mm. And that was my, my, there were some days where that was all that I could pray was God. I don't know how you're going to do it, but please just don't let this be a Thanksgiving where, where we are grieving again. And God has been faithful to that. Yeah. And if nothing else, like, that is something that I have just been saying literally every day since last week that I'm just so thankful for is just life and yeah. keeping perspective. You know, I know that the world is still going crazy, but mm-hmm. it's trying to maintain that perspective. And girl, I do have a tree. It's it's artificial, <laughs> but listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> like 
I'm I'm gonna have the Christmas tree. Yeah. Like I'm gonna bake Christmas cookies. Yes. And listen, it's it's gonna be all of the above over here because like you said, we do have to grab on to those moments of joy and peace and nostalgia for a lot of us. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I think you you were saying um something about this time of year, but it's it's naturally like the weather, it's colder. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean just statistically this time of year people are more depressed anyway so you add everything else on top of it it is it's tough and it does you know my family we've lost so many people you know last year and even into this year so thinking about that it does like you know you cherish the people that you do have you cherish the relationships that you do have um you know and and it's a sacrifice right now that we have to make that you know there's been plenty of times that my family has wanted me to come home to California and I'm just like, I just don't feel comfortable. I don't think it's, it's smart, you know, to do that. And my mom's crying on the phone, you know, people are alone and suffering and it's, it's hard. So staying in touch with family, you know, I tell people, you know, phone calls, text messages, you know, that goes a long way, even if it's just for a few minutes, um, it really does matter, you know, and it, it does go a long way. Right. Mm -hmm. And even checking to go with that, even checking in with your therapist and Mm -hmm. making sure that you have the appropriate supports in place to say, hey, like the holidays are really difficult for me. It's compounded by everything else that's going on. Let me go ahead and and schedule my sessions, you know, let ahead and let my my therapist know that if they can get me on a rotation like Mm -hmm. every Wednesday at one o'clock, like... (laughs) Go ahead and get on the calendar, fam. Like, don't even, you know, minimize it or play around with it. Like, this is your mental health and it's important. And with everything that's going on in the world, like, it's just so important right now. We really do. Like you said, put on that that cone, that tunnel Mm -hmm. vision and do what we have to do to be able to put one foot in front of the other. You know, another aspect of the holidays is you know, talking to family members, even if it's over Zoom or over the phone. And there's also those moments where they ask questions that remind you of what you don't have. You know, it's the, when are you going to get married? (laughs) When are you going to have kids? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? How do you navigate those tough spaces? Because I'm always like, mind your business, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's so funny. People have been asking me that, you know, in therapy sessions, like, what do I do? And mm-hmm. I tell people to have your, you know, responses planned out um, mm-hmm. because that helps you feel like you're less, you know, caught off guard. Like we all know what questions people are going to ask us. You know, most times what? we know what they're going to ask and have your answers, you know, pre-planned out and and you don't have to answer. Like right. it can, you know, some sometimes I'm a person that uses humor a lot just as a a form of deflection sometimes. So, you know, Mm -hmm. people will say, you know, you know, uh, when are you going to get married? You know, and I may say, I don't know, girl, you know, or, you know, something like that. Or are you dating anybody? Like, no, but do you have somebody in mind? Like, I will, I will. Like, like he's your brother too. Right. (laughs) Let me know. (laughs) You know. When right. you having a bad, are you going to have any more children? Lord, you know, ask Jesus, girl. I don't know what to tell. You know, like I, I use humor <laughs> to, to deflect and people laugh and then they stop asking you those questions. But, you know, I tell people to have your answers pre-planned out and to just also be, I think the big thing with it though, is you have to be comfortable with yourself. 
So it, it, it affects those questions affect us more because it's, um, you know, it's gnawing at us. It's picking at us. It's picking at a sore spot for us. So the more that you can be at peace with your relationship status, your, you know, whether you have children or not, you know, your financial living situation, job situation, whatever it is, the the more comfortable that you are in your own skin, the more, uh, the, the less likely those questions are to bother you. So that's probably right. the first thing is for you to accept yourself and where you are and have a, a come to Jesus meeting with yourself. And from that place, be able to just respond to people with however you've accepted it or where you are with it, you know? Right, right. That's true. You know, people can only push your buttons if they're your buttons, mm-hmm. you know, like you can't push buttons that I don't have. Right. And meaning triggers, like you can't trigger me if I've resolved those issues, right. you know, those insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny because one of my best friends, she has an organization that is a safe place for women who struggle with infertility. Mm. And that was one of the first things that like we talked about when we met and I tell her all the time that she's really taught me a lot about what to say and what not to say like I don't ask people even married people like I don't say oh y'all just got married last year so when are you gonna have kids right like I don't ask people questions like that because I don't assume that you know that there's not a struggle with infertility mm-hmm. or that they want kids exactly. or I just ask those kind of questions so I think having her in my corner has definitely made me more sensitive to asking people stuff like that and it even trickles down like you said to when are you going to get married Mm -hmm. or when are you going to propose or what you know for the guys um yeah yeah like not putting those unrealistic expectations um or on people especially around the holidays and especially not in front of everybody like come on you know mm-hmm. yep it's so true and families do it all the time they, it's like they right. wait till everyone's present to ask <laughs> right right. But I like that though I like the the thing about having the responses ready like somebody asked me like so when are you gonna get married you know about your brother right <laughs> about your cousin right <laughs> but seriously have your responses ready Mm -hmm. and like you said most importantly resolve those issues on your own like already know what your triggers are Mm -hmm. so that if you are asked the question like you're like okay this is it's nothing personal this is something that I'm working on resolving or it's something you've already resolved and it won't even yeah so Yep. So Kelly, what can you say that you are doing as we're wrapping up? What can you say that you're doing this holiday season to take care of you? Like if you had to list, let's say the top three things, what are you doing? Even as a counselor, like, because sometimes I think that people see us and they think that we're, we're immune to like life's issues and problems and we have everything figured out, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you so know? true. We have have our own self-care plan so what are what are like three things that you're implementing um strategically especially this holiday season to make sure that you're in a good mental and emotional space so that you can even show up for your clients well normally this time of year I take time off I usually take significant time off like two weeks off and I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. do that this time (laughs) 
but mm-hmm. um, but I I'll probably end up adding some more days off. So I just took a few days off, um, like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Um, but I told a client, it's so funny you asked this, that what I plan to do, what I love to do this time of year, is be mm-hmm. in holiday pajamas. I love holiday pajamas, so I like to look Aww. like an elf or. <laughs> Santa's helper, you know, so I will be in my comfy pajamas with my comfy socks watching holiday movies. Like I know everyone's watched uh, Jingle Jangle. I'm saving that. Right. I have not watched it yet. So I've, Oh, it's, it's, I heard. So yeah, good. people. One of my friends <laughs> from college messaged me like, "You have to see this. You will love this movie." So, I plan to do that. I love like comfy throw blankets. Like I rarely get a chance to like sit on my couch, watch TV, drink cocoa. You know, like that's what I plan to do. I, I really plan to have some of those days. Um, and if that can be the three, then that's my three. No, <laughs> but but I definitely plan to wow. take time off. And allow myself to relax and, like I said, watch the holiday movies. I will probably do some baking. Um, I'll have to figure out people to give it to since I'm also really focused on on my health right now. <laughs> but I love right. making like peach cobbler and sweet potato pie around this time of year. So I will have to make those um, as well because I just like the house smelling like that. Buying pine cones and putting up some decorations. So I will have to do those things. That's what I plan to do for my self-care. I love that. I'm literally over here smiling. <laughs> that just sounds so like nostalgic <laughs> and just bliss, you know? And if you, I love sweet potato pie. So if you bake some, okay, like, I'm about, I'll put on my mask. <laughs> we do a little drive up, you know, pick up situation. Yes. Um, so yes, please holler at your girl. Let I me will. know. But I'm, I'm in line with you. Like I love all things Christmas mm-hmm. movies, Tea, you know, apple cider. Yes. I have this amazing uh, Christmas cookie dough. It's not like dough. It's like a mix from Trader mm-hmm. Joe's. And it's like an oatmeal pumpkin chocolate chip mm. mix. And I'm so anxious to try it. But I say, I got it like a month and a half ago. But I intentionally saved it until like this time where I know like, you know, like I said, we're doing Thanksgiving over mm-hmm. Zoom. So I'll be home. And I can bake cookies and watch Christmas movies on yes. Netflix. Netflix has been coming yes. through lately. Like I have to give it, I have to give it to Netflix. They've been coming through. And just also having intentional times of reflection oh, for yes. me because 2021 is right around mm-hmm. the corner. And really I've I've learned to value silent time. Mm-hmm. Like I have these times, like I, I'll tell my mom, like, okay, I'll call you back because I'm gonna go and sit and mm-hmm. look. And the first time I said that, she was like, wait a minute, are you being funny? Like, are you trying to say, like, you're going to hang up with me and go do nothing? Because, you know, like, this conversation isn't fun. I'm like, no, I literally will sit and just Mm. look. Like, I won't have the TV on. I will literally just sit. And it is so Mm -hmm. relaxing to me. And so I think I'm going to be even more intentional about this and reflective over these holidays when we're slowing down. And we're already reflective Mm -hmm. anyway. But to just kind of think about everything that we've gone through now, because yes. the person I am now is not who I was at the beginning yeah. of March of 20. I'm not the same person. And I'm still assessing how I've been affected, mm-hmm. who I want to be, who I am. And so I think 
time of reflection is going to be the biggest thing for my self-care, yeah. man. It's so funny you mentioned that because I promise you, Brandy, months ago, I thought about calling you. Because one thing I like to do, I like to do that every year as well. But I also try to do it for my business every so often, too. Just like a time of like prayer, reflection and kind of like projecting and planning. And I was like, oh, this would be mm-hmm. so cool to do, you know, to get together and, and just do this. But obviously that's not you know going to happen now. But that's something that I do every year as well. And I had been thinking about when to do that like what day am I going to carve out where I know like my son to be with his dad where I can just have like a whole day to really you know do some reflecting like you said of where I am you know reflecting on this year because it's been so much and then you know kind of prayerfully considering some things I'd like to you know I've already kind of redid some goals uh, towards the end part of this year but really kind of checking back in because for for so much of the year um really from march to probably maybe october for me i feel like i was in a daze it really was just like a a daze and i really feel like i've kind of been snapping out of that and been like oh wait hold on like the world is still spinning you know life is still moving forward you know we still need to you know as long as we have breath in our body that's another day another chance to do something you know and and let me add this too. I know we're probably close to time, but with all the the loss, one thing that has come up just in conversation um, with clients as well has been like the mark. Like, you know, I think sometimes like with grief, you can either be so like, you know, your countenance can be de- down. I think of like Eeyore, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, what was me? So I can be so stuck in this like hole of grief and loss of thinking about the person that I no longer have. Right. But then I think the flip side of that is also like, man, like a a little bit of anxiousness too, of like, oh my God, like this click ticking clock, like tomorrow's literally not promised. We say that. Right. But if, and and this is kind of like one of those evangelistic, you know, questions, but if you were to die to, you know, if I were to die today, but flipping it with the respect of if I were to die today, am I okay with the impact, you know, that I've left or what mark have I left? That in itself has brought so many people to counseling during this Corona. I want to tell you young people too. young people are questioning their purpose and saying that they don't just want to just have a job. They don't just want to go through day to day, but like people are dying. And if I die today, what mark will I leave on this earth? And that sometimes is what gets me too. It's like, am I moving forward? There are things that I know that I feel led to do, called to do? And am I moving forward in that? And this, you know, virus and the way it's impacted us, you know, it's been one of those things to kind of like knock us off our rocker a bit and get our countenance downward instead of upward, you know? So I think it's a time to just like, no, lift up your head. You still have breath in your body. You still have another day, another chance and, and be patient with yourself if every day that looks different. So tomorrow I might be down, but that's okay. It can be a day because maybe on Friday I'll be up and I'm going to be as productive as I can with those good days that I have. Right. Girl, you just (laughs) preach. When you said lift up your head, girl, listen, I was about to. That's the passage I think of. That That is every single time. Yes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yes, girl. I was just about to go in with the word. So, you know, it's, you know, I know I'm ratchet (laughs) half the time, but girl, it it just bubbles up. So you just preached a word, girl. That's Mm -hmm. it. Like, what is your purpose? Are you okay with the mark that you, the legacy? that you left you know like so many of the people who have gone before us Kobe yeah. Bryant oh my you know 
like we started out the year with dealing with you know his death and just the impact the imprint you know um apostle stevenson matthew stevenson said something one time about i think it was when prince died and he talked about how prince was a mega Mm. gift and how when people with that like that level of impact and that their gifts are just Mm -hmm. so profound um it's like it, it it's kind of like it just like reverberates yeah. in the earth. You know what I mean? Like you feel it. I feel like everybody feels oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant's death. Like it's like yeah. the earth. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? And so what this has done for me, when we talk about purpose and legacy, I'm like, when I pass from mm-hmm. this earth, I want the mm. earth to shake. Because when I walked the earth, I walked with yeah. so much purpose and so, so good. much impact. And I touched so many people that it, it yeah. made a difference and it made the earth shift yeah. in a good way. You know, it, it woke it woke something up in mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so That's good. Yeah, like man, I just love that, man. Just the flip side of the grief is understanding that our lives will, you know, we will pass yeah. on one day. So live every day mm-hmm. on purpose yep. and in purpose so that we can you know honestly say like yes if things go mm-hmm. a different way <laughs> you know yeah. I'm satisfied with how yeah. I have left the earth wow that was goal. deep kill <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely the goal I want to thank you so much for joining me on this podcast episode listen this will not be yeah, the last time nice. that you come back on and and chop it up like I gotta have you back because I just like I said you're my fave and every time you speak in this arena I mean anytime you speak anyway but especially in this arena I'm like Kelly knows her stuff man (laughs) like you you are on it girl thank you like for real for real so um, tell tell the people where they can okay find well you. you can find me on my website has all of my contact information it's centeredlivingcounseling.com and so it's my last name center c-e-n-t-e-r e-d livingcounseling.com I'm also on Instagram at Kelly K-E-L-L-I center underscore L-P-C for licensed professional counselor and on Facebook the same so you can find me there Awesome. And can you tell us what you specialize in? in yes. Terms of so I primarily work with adults. Um, I do a lot of individual and couples counseling. I do Christian counseling as well. I work with a lot of mainly depression, anxiety, a lot of trauma work. Um, that's a gist of it, but really anything anyone's going through. But my, my primary wheelhouse ends up being depression, anxiety, trauma, Christian counseling, life processing, women's issues, marital issues. So yeah, and I work with the LGBTQ community too. Yeah. I get lots of that. Gotcha. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome stuff. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to the Crazy Counselor Podcast. We are prayerful that this holiday season will, in spite of everything that's going on and everything that's happened, we pray that you can find the supports that you need to be able to get through the holidays, get beyond the holidays and also find something to be thankful Mm. for and to also just shift your perspective. Look for opportunities to shift your perspective where it may be 
more negative, look for opportunities to shift it into something positive. And so Kelly has given some amazing tips on how to do that. So yeah, catch the replay, play this over and over again. If you have to share it with your friends, your family, your boo thing, whatever. But we want to make sure that you have the supports that you need. Look Kelly up. She is dope. I'm telling you, I would not just say that. Look her up. If you need counseling, if, you know, your your friends, your family, your loved ones need counseling, please look her up. She's doing virtual, especially if you're in the state of Georgia. You're licensed in yes, Arizona as well, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. So she's licensed in Arizona and Georgia. Kelly, thank you for coming thank through you for to having kick it me. with me. No problem, no problem. We'll we'll definitely have you back. 